You're listening to The Jill Monaco Show, episode number 28. Welcome to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm your host, Jill. Each week, I hope to bring you a message that inspires, encourages, or challenges you to go after and live a life you love. Join me and my friends as we explore what it means to love God, love ourselves, and love others. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Here we go. Welcome to the Jill Monaco Show. Are you ready to hear from some incredible people who are going after what God's plan is for their lives? You know, when you see someone else's success, especially on social media, we don't see the trials or know the background of their story. And that's why I've asked a few of my friends to join me in the next few weeks. We're going to talk about how God used them in the marketplace and called them into ministry. You'll hear about things they've never shared publicly, and you'll also learn what God is currently doing through them. You will be so encouraged in your faith, I promise you won't want to miss a single episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jill Monaco Show. Today, you're going to get to hear from my really good friend, Bridget. Bridget Reed is an author and entrepreneur. Over the past 10 years, she has successfully created six businesses and now is what we'd call a serial entrepreneur. She also has an online retail store called Olivia Sophia Stationery. Her online retail store grew to a 15,000 customer list within the first 10 months in business. She won Best of the Knot Weddings in 2017, and her exclusive Marriage and Grace Family Planner was featured on ABC's WFAA Good Morning Texas. This was all done within the first year of opening the stationery store. In addition, Bridget has received the 40 Under 40 Award. But even with all of that, she is a story that is grounded in overcoming the many obstacles that life has thrown her way, including overcoming low self-worth. She shares her stories to help women know that no matter what has happened, it doesn't have to be the final destination. I know you're going to love the conversation with my guest, Bridget, so let's get started. Bridget, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. Yes, thank you for inviting me. It's so um, so fun to chat with you today. Yes, you know, we have been friends for a while, and I mm-hmm. always like to start podcasts off by the listeners getting to know just our quirky story and how we got to know each other <laughs> and why they should even care to listen to what you have to say. So um, I'll let you tell. Like, can you just tell everyone how we met? Oh, yeah. So I was um, attending a, a prophetic, um, what do they call it, like small circle event where you get a prophetic word. Our church does that where they like bless the leaders with, a, you know, encouragement through prophecy. And Jill was one of the prophetic leaders at the time. And when she was giving us our word, like something special about her because at the time I was doing a conference called the Overcomers Conference and Jill had no idea. And she would just start to speak into our lives about this event. And it was just so much the encouragement that we needed at the time because it was so fear. I was so afraid to step out and just continue to go forth. And I was, it was just so much. So I just felt so much confirmation with her at that. And that's how we met. And I actually invited her to speak at the event and she like, like she's one of our favorite speakers. Mm-hmm. Everybody kept on talking about it and her and just 
the way she spoke and her delivery. Um, so yeah, for everybody that's listening, that's how me and Jill met. <laughs> and she's just been my friend ever since. I just connected with her on another level. I love it. I love how yeah. God lets us meet people that we never would have met any other way. Like we, mm-hmm. we really just, if we use our gifts, if we just serve and, you know, love people, like we end up making really good friends along the way. Really do. You really do. And mm-hmm. I so enjoyed speaking at your event. And just so listeners yeah. understand, like I was still pretty new at the whole, you know, learning to hear God's voice for other people and, and blessing mm-hmm. them. And when you asked me to speak at your event, I was like, God had just recently started telling me, like, I want you to speak at events. And I thought, well, how is that wow. even going to happen? Like, God, I, I don't I'm, I'm who am I that someone would ask mm-hmm. me? You know, I didn't I didn't have a book. I didn't wasn't on staff at a church. And so you actually answered a prayer for me, too, where, wow. you know, helped me fulfill what God was calling me to do and gave me some practice. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so funny. That's so cool. Yeah, no, you, you you could never tell that you didn't have, when God is in it, you know, he covers us. He, You can't even tell that you, mm-hmm. I thought you were a speaker and I, I just I couldn't tell. So <laughs> so fun. You know what that reminds me is that um, like we should, we should talk to people as if they already are who God says they are, even mm, if they're not good. that yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Oh, I, I totally agree. I think it's, um, I think you almost are helping them to become what God has already called them to be. Even if you don't know it, you will see it in them. And I'm a big, I'm big on like really complimenting people where mm-hmm. I see them, like where I see them going. Like I'm big. I'm like, you are an amazing leader. Like I, mm-hmm. I love to do that because it's almost like encouraging them and speaking into their future. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely think we should do that. It's like kids, right? Like you tell them, right. you're amazing, you're so smart, and they're two, and they end up being <laughs> smart, you know? <laughs> right, they believe it. You know, at some point as we get older, I don't know when it happens, we start to doubt mm-hmm. what we are supposed to be. But as a two-year-old or three-year-old, how, like, they just believe. Yeah. And, you know, and we need to have that same type of childless belief. Just, I, I just believe God. Like, I just believe what he says about me. I just believe what I'm supposed to be. I don't care what the world says I'm supposed to be. This is what my father said, and I believe it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I know there have been times where throughout the, that we've known each other, where I've really been struggling about believing God's promises over my life. And you would um, not let me give up on them. You're like, this is, you're good at this. And this is what God's called you to do. And, you know, I have distinct memories of, of you doing that for me. Oh, it's like, I, I feel like even in the midst of our, my own doubt, I can have faith for other people mm-hmm. because I'll have, you know, issues within my own life or doubt and fear and this and that in my own life. But I see somebody else. It's so much easier for me to see it on another person. So we almost have to lean on each other's faith because mm-hmm. it's like my faith. I could see it for you strongly. I could see it for you easily. But sometimes for myself, I need to lean on your faith. Yes. <laughs> So we're helping each other like the real body of Christ should. We lean on each other. We work together to help each other get to where we need to go. Yeah. That's good. Well, you know, one of the things that you've recently been helping people with is you have a course um, that Mm -hmm. helps people learn how to build a business like a store. So what I would Mm -hmm. love my listeners to know is a little bit of your story about how you started your business uh, with Olivia Sophia and how you're Mm -hmm. helping others. 
Yeah, I'm, I've always had like a real big entrepreneurial spirit. I come from, you know, family of entrepreneurs. It's just something been a, something that I've always had in me. But when I started Olivia's Fia Stationery, I wasn't really looking at it like it is now, like where it is now. I really just wanted to share our story of our miracle daughter. She's our miracle baby. We had, um, we were diagnosed with some conditions that, two conditions actually, that causes infertility and we struggled to get pregnant for a few years. And, um, and so, you know, when we finally got off all medication and the doctors, we decided to like not go back to any of our doctors at all. Mm -hmm. Um, about two, three months later, we conceived Olivia and she was our surprise baby. Cause we were like, we were on a medication. We weren't on medication. We were really just done with the whole process of trying to conceive in terms of like us trying and God just blessed us and surprised us. And so her, her life was such a joyous moment. And we wanted to share in that inspiration, that joy and that testimony. Um, and we decided to do it through building a business in her name. Um, and it really has, it took off faster than I imagined. <laughs> it, I just, I mean, again, I started a few businesses and this is the one that took off the fastest. And I, I think it's just because, you know, a, I just had this feeling that people would love to be inspired through paper. And there's like a huge audience of paper lovers out there. Yes. So that's kind of how we got started. And we've been able to We've been able to take our company, our business into a lot of secular settings and share Jesus. Like, I, that's how I look at it. Like, you know, we were in Las Vegas last year, winning the 40 Under 40 Gifted Stationery Award, sharing our story. We were at, you know, the best of the night on their, on their site, winning that and uh, sharing our story. We were, we've been in fashion shows and um, places I would never imagine like the fashion industry loves stationery for some strange <laughs> reason. <But> Who knew? <laughs> I know, right? So we've been able to share our story there. It's just been a lot of places, and so yeah, that's a little bit how we we got started. And I do want to, I do, I have decided to uh, teach other women because I got the question every day, like for a, almost four five months after we started of how I started. So instead of continuing to ask the answer the question over and over again, I just created a course for um, anybody to take and they could get the basis and the foundation of launching their own stationary store or planners or journals or stuff like that. Yeah. And so just so the listeners know, we'll put a link to her stationary store, which is Olivia Sophia Stationery, um, so that mm -hmm. you can check it out. But one of the things I love about your stationery and, the, and your choices is everything mm -hmm. has a lot of style. It's not like stick mm -hmm. it, you know, um, the you know, post-it notes or something. They're, mm -hmm. um, they're fashionable, whether it's stationary mm -hmm. or like you've created, um, and I still need to get it. I've never bought it, like the recipe holder. Um, oh, yeah. They, like it's yeah, yeah. So there's other mm -hmm. things. So just just because I can let you promote yourself because it's my podcast and I can do what I want. <laughs> um, just give a quick overview because when people think stationary store, they're thinking paper. So tell them what else you're producing. Yeah. So we are actually a what you call your traditional retail store. So I you know um, we produce our own planners journals. And things like that. But a lot of our products are actually partnerships with other brands. 
that produce things that our customers love. So the Keepsake Kitchen Diary, which is what you're talking about, is actually a Lily and Val product. And we have a partnership with them to um, to carry their line in our store and to pretty much offer that to our customers. So that's one of the biggest parts of our business model is we want to partner with brands that we believe in and not only we believe in, but that our customers love and need. So a lot of our brands, we have our marriage and grace family planner. We produce in house. We have about seven journals we produce in house. Everything else is a partnership with the manufacturer that produces um, products that fit our brand. And we really love to produce products that are fun, inspiring, like everything joyful that that reminds us of how we feel when we look at our daughter. Just fun, excited, you know, pretty girly Mm -hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be the piece of advice you would give someone that really wants to have their own online store? I would say every, um, it depends on the product that they want to sell. You know, that's a big thing is depending on what you want to sell, but let's just say you want to get into something like gifts and lifestyle items, which is what a lot of things that we carry. Um, I would, I would first define the mission behind the store. Um, tell what story can you tell behind your brand? Really, really highlight that because it's one thing to share and sell a journal, but if I learned about the story of this mom or this, this young woman that she, she started the store because she wanted to provide um, meditational tools because at one point in her life, she struggled with anxiety. Then, that, then the journal now becomes more than just a journal. Hmm. You know, there's a story behind the brand. So one thing that's really big and the reason why I think what set this business apart from my other businesses is I took a lot of time to share the story behind our brand. Hmm. It became more than just a journal, more than just a planner. Um, It became about the story. And I really think people need to take the time to define the mission and the story behind your brand and your, in your online store. Like why, what is it going to do? And also another thing is make sure you have a component that really like give back. Like we, we give back, um, anonymously, but we, we, it's a big part of our, uh, our store is just giving back to other people and, um, charities and different things like that. We, we try to do that every month and, um, make sure that you're always giving back because I feel like at the end of the day, it's so much bigger than us. It's so much bigger than just a store and a business. You can touch somebody's life through what you do. I always say life begins when you start living for somebody other than yourself. Mm -hmm. That's when life really begins. So when we, when we make the decision that I'm going to, to make this bigger than me, then I think that's when the true, like you said, the true joy begins. Um, and life really begins. Yeah. Um, well, you said you have other businesses. What are those? So, you know, I have this thing I'm doing now. It's called um, But First Coffee with Bridget. Mm-hmm. And we're about to launch a, um, so that's my, my kind of thing. I, and really what it is all about is highlighting other women. It's highlighting their stories, highlighting what God has done for them. I really want to promote 
you know, what they're doing in the world and how they are impacting the world. I think that um, we, I, I get inspired by other people, you know, mm-hmm. just hearing about the, how they overcame some things and how they're pressing through. Like, that's how I, that's my fuel yeah. <laughs> to press on moving. Cause I'm always thinking if God could do it for her, he could do it for me yeah. and we can, we can make this happen. Well, you mentioned um, with your business with Olivia. Um, so we've mm-hmm. talked about her. She is so adorbs, but she's not your own child anymore. No, no, she's not. We have a, um, I have a son now. He's almost four months. He'll be four months next week. And his name is Josiah. He's our second miracle baby because we also didn't expect him. <laughs> um, the, you know, our, our, um, our endocrinologist, she told me when I, after, right after I had Olivia, she said, can I use your story in our research lecture? She said, we have these lectures. If I really want to use your, your case in our, in our lecture to, to try to figure out how you got pregnant. <laughs> and that was, that was with Olivia. So I haven't seen her since then. So she doesn't even know that Josiah is here yet. So they're really going to be like scratching their head because I had two conditions that caused infertility and I wasn't on medication at all. So, wow. you know, they really don't understand it. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to understand miracles. Like, that's that, right. This is a God thing. <laughs> right. And actually, it's pretty common at the church that um, we went to, that I went to when I was in Texas at Gateway. We would often yes. have the the evenings where it would just be worship and prayer, and we'd pray for women who wanted to get pregnant and who couldn't. And there were lots of miracle mm-hmm. babies that came out of that. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were definitely one of them. We actually um, attended a habitation service. And uh, Pastor Robert, he declared us in, that we were entering a season of miracles. And he said, if you want to be a recipient, like stand up. And we stood up. We prayed. He also prayed uh, that that one service before that, I think it was a month before that, he prayed for women wanting to conceive. We stood up for that. And we got encouragement and uh, in that. And um, so when we actually conceived, uh, we sent our testimony in, and they read it during a habitation service too. Yeah. So it was it was a really cool season. Yeah, God is so good. And you know, and if God can help um, a woman become pregnant, that the doctors have said there's things standing in the way. How mm-hmm. much more can anything happen? You know, if oh, God can do it with health, he can do it with there's I don't have enough money to start my own business or I don't know how mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, make the time to go back to school or whatever your dream is. Like truly yeah. nothing is impossible with God. Oh, my goodness. Our faith is just on a whole nother level. Like when I'm like, Lord, like this is this is just skyrocketed my faith in terms of what he is capable of. And I knew he was capable of it before. And sometimes I think our question is, I know he can, but will he do it for me? Mm. That's sometimes where that's, I know that's where I got to with my pregnancy. It's like, I know he's capable, but what will he do it for me? And leaning in and trusting that whatever is happening in that moment is his good will, good and perfect will. Like that is, that is a, a hard Sometimes I feel like it's a hard place to be, but it's such a safe place to be. Yeah. And our um, if we can rest our minds into that, like it, the anxiety levels will go down. Like your depression, like people's depression will go down when we when we find that safe place and we just decide I'm just gonna rest right here in His good and perfect will. Yeah. You know, you have so much wisdom, and I always forget how 
like I almost said how young you are, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but I was thinking of your blog post um, because you are 34 years young. Um, <laughs> and you've learned so much. You have so much wisdom. I want to talk about your blog post. You did something okay. called 34 Lessons Life Has Taught Me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to read a few of them. Okay. Uh, one, you said your greatest impact will not be seen. It will be felt. Mm-hmm. Say more about that. Oh, so I feel like um, what life has taught me is the it's not in the the big it's it's not in the the loud it's not in the the stage it's that one on one intimate moment with the other person that you can talk into their lives and really connect with them on a very intimate level i think that's where your greatest impact happens i think um our generation for sure uh thinks that our value, our impact happens on the stage. And, and, and there is some impact and value that does happen on the stage. But I have found that my greatest impact and my greatest uh, connection in, has happened in that intimate, small, one-on-one connection with that individual that I can really see into their situation, see into their heart, and talk to them in that moment. And when they feel they feel it. They feel that connection. They're able to feel God, feel what he's trying to say, feel what he's trying to go. Um, it's not always seen. Like nobody mm-hmm. sees those moments. Nobody, it's not posted on Instagram or yeah. or Facebook. It's, it's a lot of times a one-on-one conversation. Um, in addition to that, um, I also, I found that, not everything that you broadcast is 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 the most important things in life. I think a lot of things that we don't broadcast are most important, like like your hard moments, those valley moments, those pit moments, as I call them. Those are yeah. the most important times where you get those the greatest nuggets or you learn the the greatest lessons that life has to offer, and those things aren't seen. You know, so yeah, that leads to number two. You said authentic is much is much better than perfect. Mm. Listen, I could talk about that all day long um, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm I'm that girl that thought perfect was the goal to be perfect, and I would constantly beat myself up because I I wasn't perfect. There's no matter what I did, I couldn't I couldn't attain perfection. I couldn't do it, and I, and I would beat myself up, like, what's wrong with you? You know, I like to be organized, and for some reason, I'm more of a pals girl, you know, and mm. I see other people that's, like, organized, and I'm like, this is how it should be. I mean, that's a small example, but it's it's a small example of kind of the, the, the theme that was in my life, like, constantly looking around and thinking I needed to be better, do more, push, 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 push. And I realized life has taught me that the connection with people happens through your authenticity, not your perfection. Mm -hmm. See, the thing that I thought disqualified me was the thing that people could connect with me the most. And that's the thing that it was authentic in nature. It was just real. It was it was raw. It was not pretty or perfect. It was just who I am and who I was. That's who they connect with the most. And yeah. I now value and look up to people that have the guts <laughs> to be authentic, to be real, to be raw, to be misunderstood. Like, go girl. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 I do too. I think when someone shares their story, you know, I remember a pastor saying, don't share your story until it's done and you can explain what God has done in it. But I think with Brene Brown and the whole vulnerability movement, Mm -hmm. I think while you're going through it, sometimes people need to know if you're going through it, I can go through it. Mm -hmm. Not that we need to highlight the negative, not that we want to, you know, dwell on the things that aren't going to encourage, but to say, like, this sucks, but I'm fighting and I'm, you know, like, I'm going to get through this and God Mm -hmm. is with me, but it's not easy. Um, Mm -hmm. I think those are the authentic things that we are blessed to have so much technology now that we can see people make videos Mm -hmm. and go through things where we couldn't a decade ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still working on it because I've always been a very private, guarded person. Mm-hmm. And so where I am now, it's not even the full extent of my vulnerability and my authenticity. I am still growing into that um, because I still feel that, you know, fear or what everybody's going to think, you know, oh, my gosh. But I'm, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm becoming uh, more and more who I am in a vulnerable way in front of people. And I want them to see the real, honest, raw version of who I am. And yeah. um you know, what, whatever response I get is, that's just what it is. It's, but it's more about me living this and walking this authentic journey as most real as I can. You know, I agree. That reminds me of when you said you're still working and growing in it. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm not always 100% transparent or vulnerable or authentic with what's going on with me. And I think that's mm-hmm. okay, too. Like, there's mm-hmm. some parts of you that shouldn't be broadcast everywhere. Um, but mm-hmm. I think where it's authentic is when you feel prompted by the Lord to share something. And mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, how it feels, or maybe if our pride needs to go to the side in order to be obedient, um, that's when there's power in it. You know, I was at an event the other day, and I was telling the girls, uh, they were asking me about, you know, business. And I was saying, one of the things that I want to make sure that people don't do, and I'm seeing it, I just don't want them to use their business as as a a overshadow for their brokenness, you know, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, the root of it is, I just want to be validated. I want to be valued. I want to be seen. And it's like, your business is now that's so I, I so I'm gonna create this business. So somebody can say, Go for it, girl, do it. But at the end of the day, the true root of that is is I'm just looking to be validated. And that's some brokenness that we really just have to take to the Lord. So even those people that do those videos and they're just wanting to be seen, I'm I even have grades for them because I'm thinking to them, it's okay, you know, just keep on walking. Yeah. Just keep on walking. You and know? I don't think we know when we're doing it. Like I agree with yeah. you. There's definitely been times I've done things because I needed mm-hmm. to feel significant. I often mm-hmm. talk about it being performance driven, you know, mm-hmm. instead of presence driven, um, yep. even trying to feel significant in the eyes of God, you know, mm-hmm. do things for him because somehow I'm looking for love from him when I don't need to. And right. I but I do think when we create businesses or do things out of our brokenness, it won't mm-hmm. ever be fulfilling because Jesus mm-hmm. and the relationship with our Heavenly Father is what is meant to fulfill us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and that's what causes, like, and that's why I would love for 
each of us all just to look at each other with a little bit more grace because we were there mm-hmm. too in a mm-hmm. different way. You know, I was there at one point. Um, I might still do it at times. Don't realize I'm doing it, like you said. Yeah. But we just kind of just say, you know what? She's just having a day. You know, she have you know uh, having a moment, and God is going to grace her through that, and she's going to grow. She's going to recognize that she's going to grow. And I don't really be. I'm not hard on people like I see. I'm just not that hard because I. I just know that I've been there too in a different way you know and I'm really just like you know what sis just keep on walking do it do what you feel that God is calling you to do to the best of your ability in this moment you know and if it needs to be tweaked he'll help you if he needs to you know grow you and get you more freedom he's going to provide that in in that timing so we just most of us are out here doing the best that we can with what we're given through the in the life that we were given it in Amen. And, you know, you just summed up a bunch of your other points that I love. Um, You said, always be teachable and humble. That was number 30. Mm -hmm. Number 31, you said, be kind to everyone. You never know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, Number 33, you said, failure will be your greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, And so some of the things that you've said are like, you just, you sum it all up that just give each other grace. You don't know what someone else is going through. And we've all been there at some point. And Mm -hmm. um, I think it's so encouraging to hear someone like you that has walked through definitely trials with starting your business or infertility um, Mm -hmm. and learning to lean and trust on God and to see what's come out on the other side to encourage other people. If if you're somewhere along the journey and you're not there yet, it's possible. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What it do you What do you think God is teaching you right now? Like, what is the the thing that is really oh. highlighted that I'm just gonna? I feel like there are people who are listening that you have mm-hmm. the word that they need. What would you want to release over them? To just believe what He says is true. I I feel like that's this His constant theme. It, like as I'm looking through my journals every day, and I, you know. Um, it's even in my marriage, like he's growing me even in my marriage and just to believe what God says is true because sometimes he, and I know that sounds cliche and that sounds like, Oh, I heard that before. No, it's, if you really think about it, if God says, I got you, don't worry, trust me. Like those are some very basic things that we push to the side. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, believe what God has said is true. Did he not say he got you? So even though you can't see it, even though it's not working out in your favor right now in, in your perception, he's got you. Nothing that is happening is out of his control, even when it feels like it's out of our control, even when it feels like it's not going the way we thought or what feels good to us. Believe what he says is true and be done with it. That's what I'm, I feel like I'm walking through in this season. Like I, like, um, my my constant reminder is this scripture. It's in it's in Genesis. I think it's fifteen where God is talking to Abraham, and he's saying, "And Bridget, and, and Bridget, and Abraham believed God." Right after God told Abraham about all the stars in the sky and all the descendants that he's gonna have, mm-hmm. and Abraham believed God. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a big that's a big thing that you, that God had just told Abraham. Like that's a lot of people and, yeah. and all your, it's going to be numbered more than the stars in the sky. Like seriously. And all in the, the Bible literally says, and Abraham believed God, like that's just, he just believed God and God counted him righteous because of his faith. 
right? Yeah. And so my constant thing in my life, the theme of my life right now is to get to a point where I say, and Bridget, believe God, no matter what God said, no matter how crazy it sounds or how <laughs> outrageous it sounds or how big or small or out of this world it sounds, Bridget believed God and God counted her righteous because of her faith. And that is my goal in this season. I'm not there yet. I'm walking through it. I'm going to get there. You know, I, I I told this to somebody else not long ago, but I'm, I'm walking through it. He's gracing me to walk through this moment, this season in every, in multiple areas as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner. It's just every day I'm like, Lord, what, what about this? And Bridget believe God, like that's my goal. Mm. And I'm God, what about this? Oh my God, Lord, I'm worried about this. What, what, what's going to happen over here? How are we going to work? And Bridget believe God, like that's my goal. And I think that if we can just get to that place of just trusting what he says, our anxiety levels will go down. Depression will go down. Um, we will be in a much, much, much better place. Yeah. That's great. I love it. I hope that just really blessed someone that is out there listening. And for everyone else that wants to learn more about Bridget, you can go to her website at doinglifewithbridget.com. And her name is spelled B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T-E. I'll make sure it's included in the show notes so that you can click on it and find everything that we've talked about today on the show. And um, my friend, I am so glad you came to join us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And I just, I'm so appreciative. Like, you're amazing, Jill. Like, just, you're so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are, too. And I look forward to being on your um, your IGTV. I think we're recording that tomorrow. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so um, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the Jill Monaco show. If you want to learn more um, about Bridget, like I said, you can find those links on my website as well at jillmonaco.com. Click on the link for podcast. You can listen to this show or any of the others that I've had with other guests. We would love for you to check it out. And, and if you've been blessed by the show, would you be sure to subscribe? That's the way that you'll be sure to get more of these in your podcast feed and you won't miss a future episode or leave a review that always really helps us to let other people know what you think of the show and then they will want to listen too so again thanks so much my friends for joining and remember love well you were made for it (laughs) 